Welcome to the Retro Rejects Podcast with your hosts, NES Complex and Vintage Video Game Geek. This is the Retro Rejects Reunion Special. Special. I'm your host, the Vintage Video Game Geek. Joining me on the couch today, once again, is Chris NES Complex. Chris, how are you today? I'm feeling good. Had some Shake Shack. Why don't we kick things off with a little reject recap? Hi, this is Critical Failure from Tiger Claw TV, and you're listening to the Retro. Uh, I've been playing a game called Journey on the PlayStation 3. It's the August Cartridge Club game of the month. Uh, I downloaded it. I think I only paid a few bucks for it. You don't think uh, it's artsy-fartsy? No, it is artsy-fartsy. First of all, I want to say I did like the game. However, I I have no idea what's going on. (laughs) I have no idea what is happening. What is happening? So you're this little guy, and you start out in a desert, and there's this mountain, and it has like this glowy thing on the top, and it's a journey to this mountain. You wear this like magical scarf, and when you go near certain things, it like charges your scarf, and then you can fly. (laughs) And then you find pieces of the scarf, and you knit them together to make the scarf longer, and then you can fly longer. So the scarf, like, whittles away as you fly? Uh, no, but it just stops glowing. Oh, okay. There's also, like, other people in the game. So if, like, you're playing and I'm playing at the same time, somehow through the magic of the PSN, it'll put us in the game together. And at first I didn't really see what the point was, but I later learned that you can charge up each other's flying powers... Stuff is happening, like at the end of each level they show these weird cutscenes and I can't make heads or tails of it. <laughs> it's a short game, right? That, well, I, yeah. That's the, it's a two-hour game. But that's game. the point. They, like, they're trying to make a game that has a movie-like experience. And, and, then, and then at the duration. end, yeah, if you watch the credits all the way, it'll tell you like these are the usernames that you played with, hmm. which is kind of neat. Um, so I um, I did play a game over okay. summer, and it's a game that's very well known, but I don't know if you played Last of Us. I have it, but I haven't played it. Right. I, I think it's going to be a game of the month. It, it really, it should be. Like, there is no storytelling. I've never seen a game that has storytelling like that. Did you see Logan? Yes. I feel like Logan might have been derivative of that, but there's a lot of similarities with the, you know, the, the lone fighter and, and the, the girl that almost is like a daughter. Okay. And you played this on the PS3? Four. They're remastered on PS4. Okay. Saw it for like, um, I think it was ten bucks. So. Oh, wow. Can't yeah. beat that. It's good. There was this guy, and he created a sequel to Alex Kidd and Miracle World. Okay. So he did a, it's a fan project. You know, it's basically a mod of the original game, but it's mm-hmm. like all new uh, levels it's a continuation of the story. It's like all new music, and they they swapped out a few sprites, but it was very well made. I Retro Gamer did a great video of it. I'll probably put a link to that. But anyway, I wanted to play this, and he made the ROM available, and I thought, well, mm-hmm. if I could mm-hmm. 
maybe I could just, if I could figure out how to add ROMs onto my SD card, I could play it right on my modded Wii, and that's what I ended up doing. And as a result of that, I started to poke around, and I, I really wanted to understand how it all worked, and I did all this research, and I figured out, you know, the file structure, and mm -hmm. half of it is like the emulators, and then the other half is the ROMs. So then I, then I wanted to add... Turbo graphics. Oh, nice. So I figured out how to add the US and yeah. the Japanese. And it emulates perfectly. Oh, it's, wow. it's, a, it's so crisp and pretty. Um, TV, mm -hmm. Iron Fist, finished that up. You liked it? I put it as my number three out of, uh, out Marvel. of the four Marvel. Uh, Luke Cage. Luke Cage, the worst. Just terrible. Absolutely terrible. So what, what's one and two? Daredevil. Jessica. I like Jessica Jones better than Daredevil. But overall, I really do enjoy those shows. Iron Fist, really. It's got a lot of uh, bad press. It, it's gotten way too much hate. But anyway, besides that... I kind of think they're all kind of terrible. No. That's, they're that's not very, good. That's, now, that's, there are good shows. There's good shows. Stranger Things is good. Okay, yes, but Daredevil that, is good. Daredevil's okay. I actually stopped watching the first season. I came back to it. <laughs> Great. Anyway, what I'm trying to tell and you... in and out is better than Shake Shack. It's alright. Breathe. You need your blood pressure medication? Yeah, no. What I wanted to say is that I like Luke Cage as a character because he was the one guy always saying, like, don't use the N-word, right? Like, he didn't like it when mm. people used the N-word. And yet everybody else in the show is using the N-word. And I'm like, Why? But I, I did like him, and I'm very excited about The Defenders. It's going to be awesome. I just don't think that they're good TV. Okay, stop. No. You mentioned Logan, and you said yeah. that you liked it. So why no, don't we talk no, about No, I said that the... <laughs> you didn't <laughs> like Logan? I, I did, but I... It had to do with the ending that I didn't like. Well, I mean, it was a little odd how, you know, the thing with the comic book and the coordinates and who was on the other end of the radio. And I think they purposely leave that open because I think they will come back to that. Mm. And I think they're going to come back to X-23 or whatever her name is. Now, I'll say this about Logan. Like, when I first heard about it, I didn't think I would like it because I generally don't like movies that have little kids in them. Like, remember RoboCop 2? And they had that creepy yeah, kid. That, kid. that kid kind of really brought the movie down a few notches. Um, but then I went to see it. And, you know, for most of the movie, she doesn't talk. So that was a plus. Uh, but then when she did talk, to me, it was very funny. Like, the way they interacted. And he kind of had that father-daughter thing going on. And... Um, I, I liked it. I, I really did. I think it's the best Wolverine movie. It's That's the, for sure. It's the best X-Men movie. He did it right. Like He went, yeah, out, probably. went out on top. Um, and there were things that happened I wasn't expecting. Like That whole scene with that family, Like I was just like, this is nuts. You know? We agree we like it. Oh, I, I definitely like it. Yeah. I was trying to think what, what it was about the end. I can't even remember what it was. I just remember thinking well, I mean, they, it kind of left... Yes. A little bit of a bad taste in my mouth. like Because there were definite loose ends, but again, I think they're going to follow it up with some more stuff centered around her. Okay, I think I think we've talked enough about that All stuff. of those um, Netflix Marvel shows, though, they, they just, the pace is slow on all of them. 
Well, there, there's definitely more action in Daredevil, um, and I liked that. But yeah. they're so much. They're so slow, and that's why I'm not like a, a super huge fan. It's it's hard when you see the whole Marvel universe and you have movies like Logan or you have like the Avengers or um, Spider Man that just came out. But then you compare it to the Netflix shows. I just I don't know. Well, how can you, how can you compare a TV series and a movie? A movie is designed to be more compact. The benefit of the show is you can stretch it out a little more and you can have a little more character development. You know, you can have like several yeah, plots good, running good at the Good TV same time. shows, good TV shows do that really well. They they thread everything together really well and they have a lot of questions that make you want to come back for the next episode. Like Star Trek. I didn't feel like like, well, Star Trek wasn't really serialized. Well, DS9. But, yeah, well, like DS9. But any show that is really good, yeah. there are questions that are that are left hanging, and you want to watch the next episode to find out, and I just don't feel that same compulsion. Like, I have to find out. There were some cliffhanger episodes and some threads that, especially, I think Jessica Jones did that the best. Maybe that's why I like it the best. Daredevil definitely did it, too. But, yeah, Luke Cage was very dry, and, and it was hard for me then to um, want to watch Iron Fist. I still watch it's all It's a whole separate page, show. But it started to feel to me like they're cranking these things out and they're just expecting people to watch it and it's getting watered down. If each successive series is getting worse, and then when I saw the reviews for Iron Fist, I'm like, oh man. You know, I already thought Luke Cage was just average at best and if and if they're slamming Iron Fist, like I, just, I didn't want to I don't, I don't read reviews. I just make them. Because I'm right. <laughs> when I disagree with this guy, I see that look of disgust, like like he's right, and I, my opinion is invalid. Um, did you see Valerian and the? No, I haven't. Don't. <laughs> I've heard that too. See, I did read reviews, and it said not to watch that, just like uh, Iron Fist. Well, I wanted to give it a shot. I had hopes. I had very high hopes. I will say, amazing visuals. Mm. They did some really neat things. With the space station itself, but also like some different worlds and like this interdimensional thing that they do, and the tech is cool. It's just the the two main actors that they chose were horrible. Like they might have cast like two pieces of driftwood. That that was kind of the performance that they delivered. <laughs> I will never ever understand in today's world how you can get a movie made that is terrible. The budget is so high. Dude. And it's like... What, what is the problem? It's like 90% of all movies are like that. Uh, hold on. I'm going to check my tablet real quick and also make sure this is recording. And it is... Don't look at the notes. Are you looking at the notes? Yes. I said don't. I don't care. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. I love you. Now, back to our show. Well, I want I want to switch gears. Switch. Oh, gears. <laughs> I thought we could switch gears and talk a little bit about our ongoing. Fears. I think this will, after your depression, this will console you. I mean, console you. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yes, it will. Well, okay. So we have we have a bit of a quandary here. There's no quandary because first of all, Nintendo. You know, refuses to provide official specs for the Switch a year after its release, right? No. When did it, it come? Like March. 
No, it didn't. Yes, it did. Okay, whatever. Well, if he doesn't even know when it came out, I think I win by default. Okay, maybe six months. It's been. Yeah. And we still don't have them. That's unacceptable. So, many years ago, after the failure of the Wii U, okay, I think it's widely accepted the Wii U is a flop. Can we, can we yes, say? Yes, we can okay. agree. So, after that, I said... Nintendo's done. They're not going to make any more consoles. And I said, there's not a chance they're done. Right. So they we will need definitely a make a home console. So we need a bet that that they would have another console at least announced by by 2020. They would have another console. So then the NX comes out, but nobody really knows what it is and blah blah blah. Well, it ends up being the Switch. It's a hybrid system. Okay. What does hybrid mean? Well, that's what they're claiming. This is not my <laughs> position. You just called it hybrid. Okay, and my position has always been the Switch is a handheld that you can put into the stock and it outputs to a TV. I think most people, if they're being honest, would agree that is not a console. A console is something like a PS4 or the Xbox One. or It's not meant to be like carried around or anything. It's just, it, it sits there... And you play the games on it. Then they come out with the Switch. And the whole commercial is, 90% of it is, hey, this is a portable thing. You can bring it to the party. You can play on the play. That's not 90% of it, because the whole commercial is showing how they click on and off the con- when they're installing no, they it in the dock. No, they click the control, the Joy-Cons yeah. that break all but the they're, time. They're, yeah, and you, what... See, it's called a Switch, and I think it's called a Switch... Yeah, tell me if I'm wrong, but because you're wrong because <laughs> <laughs> because the idea is that it's it's half this and half that. It can be either or. Okay. You can switch back and forth between it being a portable and a home console. You switch between okay. the two. Okay. Their their official original release right, I'll, I'll showed to Nintendo's next home console, <clears throat> and you would not accept that because. Because you think you have a definition of a home console. No, it's because I'm not willing to accept everything Nintendo says as gospel. And I gave you the example of the NES, when it was released, they called it an entertainment system. They specifically did not call it a console because of the crash of 83. Right, well, no, that was very intentionally designed. It was very intentionally designed. So it looked like a VCR from the day with the top kind of like inserting and pushing down. They were trying to make it like a VCR. My point they, is they you were, can't trust they, No, that's not a trust issue. That was trying to buy back consumer confidence, which was gone. That's not what they were doing in this case. They're not trying to manipulate people into thinking it's a home console. Well, we tricked them. No, they we tricked them. No. They put it on their TV and sat on their couch. <laughs> but they are wanting you to believe it's both. It is both. No, it's not. It is absolutely Okay, both. but regardless of this... It is both. Okay, I I do want this to be resolved. So, I in, in additional discussions, I then came out and made an official statement. And I said, if I could know that the Switch was actually more powerful than the Wii U, then I would say, okay, I will consider that the next console. So you're going to stipulate your own requirements for whether or not something actually is a console based on what you think. I think based on a reasonable person's standard, that makes sense to most That people. is not what defines something as a home console. 
That has nothing no. to do with whether it's a home console. Not, do no. you sit on your couch and do you play it? Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm, I'm saying... Are there flagship games from right now, are there flagship games coming out on Switch? I don't know, but they're porting like seven-year-old games yeah. to the Switch. Console <laughs> <laughs> games? Uh, Super Meat Boy was just announced. Got us well, like to a the lot Switch. Of, a lot of the games that they're putting out are, are re-releases because no one bought them on Wii U. No, it's because that's nobody's why. making games. Well, that's probably part of it. But, but it's benefiting the Switch greatly if if Mario Deluxe can come out. Uh, and no one played it. Twelve million people, maybe. That's a lot, but. So it's perfect. People are buying Switch, so why not re-release them and try okay. to give people a okay. chance? Okay, that's fine. I think it's a smart business decision. Of course, stupid. of course. Nintendo is perfect. So the, the PS3 comes out, right? It has a certain amount of power to it in terms of CPU or GPU. When the PS4 comes out, would you expect that to be greater than, less than, or equal to the PS3? Uh, well, typically throughout history, they are more powerful. Okay, so wouldn't a reasonable that person... That does not define something as a home console. Wouldn't a reasonable person then assume that the Switch, if it's a console, would be more powerful than the Wii U? Yes or no? No, I don't think that's... Oh my god. <laughs> okay, just stop talking because I have done all the research... I wanted to be very consistent and fair about this. Okay. So I wanted to find one site that did their own article on the Wii U when it came out and the Switch. Gamingbolt.com. Okay. I've not heard of them before, but they appear to be a very reputable site. They've been around for a while. I bet you own the domain. <laughs> so they, they came out and they did an article. Uh, on the Wii U upon release. I looked at the CPU and the GPU. Okay. Well, I'm not an expert, but the CPU stands for Central Processing Unit. People describe it as the brains of, you know, whether it be a computer right, or right. a console. And then you have graphics. graphics Processing Unit, uh, which is separate from the CPU, but is described as the soul of the machine. Mm. So, because so much of gaming is centered around the graphics component, I then came, came out and I said, if the GPU is more powerful in the Switch, then I will concede. And that's out there, okay? So this is what we have. We have the Wii U, first of all, a CPU of 1.2 gigahertz per core, and a GPU of 550 megahertz. Okay? So that was in, like, when, when did the Wii U come out? 2012? Something like that? 2012. And now the same website, like, a few months ago in 2017, <coughs> they got a hold of the Switch. And once again, because Nintendo won't release the official specs, they did their magic... And they were able to produce uh, a CPU of only one gigahertz. So the brains are actually a little bit less, which kind of makes sense because it's a smaller unit, okay? However, the GPU is higher. Wild docked. <laughs> 
is 768 megahertz. It's different when it's not docked. When it's not docked, purely a handheld device, 387. Wow. So as a as a handheld, it is less than the Wii U. When it's docked, emanating a signal to the television, it is 768. And because I'm a man of my word, and because I believe Wait, that it's I... it's lower when it's not... When, when it's undocked, hmm. it's less. I don't think it's... Docked? I, I think you lower. might be right. I don't think it's a home console. I'm, I'm, about, to just, I'm about to say that you won, and now you're saying... I know. I'm messing with you. Okay. I have a greater... I have a much greater respect for you. I... I, so I appreciate that. So you, congratulations. You know, but, you, but I'm actually not going to take your money. So. Yeah, you are. No, I'm not. So here it is. Here's a 20. Oh, wow. I think it was 25. And yes, I, I know. It was 25. I know. And here's a 5. But here's the thing. Here's uh, the thing. Honesty. Tomorrow night, we're going to go to the Diamondbacks Cubs game. It's the Cubs Diamondbacks. Well, I'm a Dodger <laughs> fan, so either way is... So... And, and you bought those tickets. Yeah. So why are you giving me money? This, you is, already did that. this is separate and distinct from that. Well, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. We'll set that right there. All right. <laughs> wow. Yeah. How about it? I can't believe that you, happened. Did you think I was going to try to, like, yes. come up with some loophole? Yes. yes, I did. Do you even have a Switch? Actually, I've been looking for it recently. Like... I have Almost. heard they're, they're hard to find, but they're... I've seen them uh, several times in yeah. stores, but um, with all the extra add-ons, with the screen protector and, and wanting to get a pro controller, all right. and well, keep yeah. pushing it up. Well, you go ahead and put that towards the purchase of a Switch. Wow. So I, I'm almost speechless, because I, I okay. never expected you to concede. Let that sink in. And, uh, I'm gonna Why? Get, are you going to do something Well, else? I'm going to get some more water. Oh, do you okay. need more water? No, I'm good. Okay, so you, you sit there and reflect upon your victory. I can't believe he actually conceded. He's so irrational usually. And he never concedes anything. First, fast, accurate. Your 24-hour news source. Coast to coast, it's time for the Reject Report. Alright, we're back. And we have more Nintendo. We want to talk about the SNES Classic pre I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. So for Walmart, and so I got the email saying that you could pre-order it. I pre-ordered it. I sent a message to Aaron, Ricky, and... Vintage. Wait, 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 wait. You pre-ordered it, then you sent this? Oh, yeah. I knew there was a very limited time. I'm I did gonna, the same thing. I'm, no, you, did, you did worse than that. I'll get to that. <laughs> so then I pre-ordered it. I'm like, yep, I locked it in. And so I told everybody, and they all tried. And, and then Vintage, you know, you got you got one. No, no, you got two. <laughs> and, and, and then Ricky responded, oh, I just missed it. And I said, that's okay. I know someone who's getting two. And then he says, I'll sell you one on eBay. <laughs> I'll send you a link to the yeah, to, to the auction. The auction. <laughs> then I start yeah. hearing rumors that people their pre-orders are being canceled, and I'm like, 
no, please don't let it be true. Don't let it be true. And then, like, I am not, I'm not getting a message. I wasn't no. getting anything. Uh, but I kept thinking, it's going to happen. So, like, a few people were getting them, and then all of a sudden, like, there was this one day, and everybody, they just, like, dropped the yep. hammer, right? Yep. And uh, I think it was July 26th. Uh, they sent this email and it says, We know this is incredibly disappointing. To yeah. You, and we're truly sorry no, for the mistake. Uh, unfortunately, due to a technical glitch, our page for the Super Nintendo Classic Edition mistakenly launched on Friday evening ahead of the official release date. I don't believe that. What do you think actually happened? I think the technical glitch is probably a, a person. I don't know. How it's can just... this happen, Chris? I don't know. How can this happen? Especially after the NES Classic Issues. debacle, and then Nintendo comes out and is like, oh yeah, yeah, don't worry, we're going to make twice as many more, not going to be a problem, and then these pre-order things go up, and then this happens. And I don't know why it took them so long to respond. I mean, it was like... Well, you know, that's interesting. It's almost like they have no freaking clue what they're doing. <laughs> I love at the end of that email how they, they said, like, we hope you'll, you'll, you know, still buy from us. They came out and they said, once again, calm down, everybody. There's going to be plenty for everybody, and the pre-orders are going to go live sometime at the end of the month. Yeah. Yeah, they don't give you how many they're making. They don't give you an exact date of well, when you can. can what, what do you mean they can't? Because it's, well, because they know that the scalper bots are going to, I mean... This is ridiculous. Who, think who doesn't it. give a date? Yeah. For a well, in, but seriously, in this time, knowing what happened with the class, with the NES Classic, okay, you will not get one pre-ordered but, probably but Chris, if they release, if they announce the date. But Chris, that, those things are going. I mean, they're like okay, four hundred percent profit. You know. However, if if Nintendo learned from the first time, and if Nintendo made enough for everybody that wanted them, Chris, would scalping be an issue? That's true. No, it wouldn't. So here's what's happening. Nintendo did not make enough. It's going to be a, a rehash of exactly what happened before. All the signs are pointing to this being a complete disaster. And it's going to be every man for himself. So I've been working out. I've been doing like a lot of push-ups and bicep curls. I've been running six miles a day. All in preparation for this pre-order thing. Because I'm getting mine. We well, just made an agreement before taping this that if either of us was able to secure two, we'd hook up the other one. Yeah, that's true. And then sell the extra one on eBay. Probably. To Ricky. Maybe. That's my, um... That's my old data bank. Oh. Like Casio data bank. Okay. I okay. set the alarm, like... Five years ago, and I've never turned it off. I don't even know why I have You're right, it. though. Yeah, Nintendo just needs to release enough product. I am right, Chris. It's about time. <laughs> Star Trek The Final Frontier. This is the segment where we talk about Star Trek, boldly going where no retro gaming podcast has gone before. My favorite segment. 
You're the one that voiced the the bumper for the Star Trek segment. It did all and now the he bumpers. Try, now he tries it to all add, the bumpers. You know, he comes in the game room and he's like, "Oh, look at your Star Trek stuff." He's making fun of me, and I he's acting like now he doesn't like Star. Trek. No, what is this? No, I I've always maintained I like certain episodes. I like I like Star Trek in general, but I don't. I'm not like a fanboy. I don't want okay, to dress so up we... at a convention. Yeah, I know. I don't want to like. You are we? Know, are we gonna? Are we gonna do this thing? Like, we can do this. Thing. Okay. All right. So, what we're gonna do first? Do I have two things? I have two things. Two things. First, we're gonna check out because Chris, you know, doesn't ever check the internet. We're going to watch <laughs> the official trailer for Star Trek Discovery. It's been pushed back again. I don't know when it's coming out. I think maybe September. But anyway, there's like a two and a half minute trailer. So we're going to check it out and then we're going to give our response. All life is born from chaos. The world doesn't always adhere to logic. Sometimes down is up and sometimes when you're lost you're found the Klingon Empire has been in disarray for generations we've encountered them we have been waiting for someone worthy of our attention. Captain, incoming! Change is the essential process of all existence, Commander Burnham. Go! You must challenge your preconceptions, or they most certainly will challenge you. What the hell is going on on this ship? Run! We are creating a new way to fly. Better hurry. I'm getting very close to... What'd you think? Hmm. It does not seem like Star Trek. Why? Because um, it's dark and depressing? 
Yeah, but I mean, when I think of Star Trek, I think of a crew. Okay. Um, interacting to solve problems. And this seemed um, like there was no crew. It was only Sasha from Walking Dead. Well... Even like the captain, did she even have a line in that? Trailer? I mean, trailer? they did show other... Yeah, I mean, they you don't you don't get true. a you don't get a sense of the characters interacting no. with each other. It's like they featured Dwight Schrute, Rain Wilson as as Mud. They featured him more than anyone else in the crew. Except wait, 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 what? He's in this? The dude with the beard is Dwight Schrute. It didn't show character interaction. It was just people running and floating in space and, and seeing very seeing very things very seriously. Yeah. What does she say that um, yeah, you yeah, yeah. find yourself well, you know, to some, realize you're lost? Sometimes up is down and down is up. What the heck does that mean? That's ridiculous. Um, it just did, I mean, it, looked, it didn't look like it's necessarily a bad thing. It just didn't look like it's a Star Trek thing. They didn't show anything either way. Uh, so you can't tell if it's good or bad because there's nothing there. It's just a dark show at this point. So a few things <laughs> I'm going I'm to take off the table right away. I'm going to set aside the fact that this is on CBS All okay. Access. I'm going to set that aside. This is going to draw everyone in. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to set aside the... Uh, I don't even know what you would call this, but the fact that she is... Uh, Sasha is apparently... I don't know if she's like transgender what? or what. Or she, she's gay or what? something like that. Yeah, really? she's gay. Really? Or I don't know if she's bi or... In the show, really? Yes. I didn't know that. Yeah. They made a big deal that she's like the first gay man character. Okay. Fine. I'm setting that aside. That's not going to be one of my complaints. I just don't think the trailer showed anything. Well, Either the way. trailer showed us uh, a lot of explosions, uh, a lot of running... Uh, a lot of uh, Klingons with weird Klingons accents that didn't look like Klingons. That don't that look like know. Klingons. Well, and there's this whole debacle about where does the series even fit in? It's supposed to be a, a another yeah, prequel. Yeah. They're saying this is set in the Prime Universe. It's supposed to be before TOS, but after Enterprise. There's rumors that there might be another series in the works. Yeah, I've heard a couple different things. I've heard now they're trying to make it like an anthology thing where like season two would be about a different ship oh, in, a different, in a different time. I've heard that and I've also heard, no, it's just they're going to scrap this. They're going to just do a completely new show. What everybody's hoping is what we've always been hoping is that they'll make a show in, in the, the prime universe... After Voyager, which would force people to actually think and come up with some new and interesting stories with new characters, new technology. I mean, geez, Voyager ended now, what, 20 it's, years ago almost? I mean, yeah. it, it's been a while. Has it? Like, you would think yeah. they'd be able to come up with some new material that isn't a prequel, that isn't a reboot. There's got to be some fresh minds out there, like... Let's throw Curtis in the mix. Let's have Curtis put together a <laughs> script or two. I hadn't heard any of that. All right, so anyway, I think we both agree we're not excited about Oh, this. I didn't even care. I, had, I didn't even want, I had no intention of even watching Which the is sad. It's sad. It's very sad. If I, you know what it is? Like, to me, when I, when I think of Star Trek, the first thoughts that come to my mind aren't, like, it's like sitting around the bridge. 
it's, it's all of those different colored uniforms and everyone playing their role and interactions between all those characters solving problems in an intellectual right. way. Yes, like and, philosophy, yeah. like, and, you know, interweaving, like, current events, things of that sort. Uh, and I don't mind it having a modern aesthetic or um, being directed in a more modern way or having more action. That'd be great. But, but I do want, but I, I want it to still be focused on solving things philosophically. What are you guys doing back there? Lego. You're making a lot of noise. It's only going to be for a little bit. Eight hours. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, while they're doing that, I think now we're going to do something that's kind of Star Trek related, but not. There's a new show coming out by Seth MacFarlane. Oh, right. And it's called The Orville. So now we're going to compare and contrast the trailer of Star Trek STD with the Orville. Have you, you seen spell this? it? I've o seen oh, it's just Orville, like, like Orville Redenbacher. Yeah. Like the popcorn. Ed, have a seat. I have good news. There's a ship available. The USS Orville. Ever since I was a kid, I have wanted to serve on an exploratory vessel. You're nobody's first choice for this job, but we have 3,000 ships to staff, and we need captains. Can I have one of these mints? Those are marbles. We're giving you one last chance. I just want to say I am thrilled to be your new captain. I want this to be an efficient ship, but also one that you're glad to be serving on. Lieutenant Commander Bordas, your entire species is male, isn't it? That is correct, sir. Probably not a lot of arguments about leaving the toilet seat up and that kind of thing, right? Mocklands urinate only once per year. Really? That's, I mean, I'm, I'm up two, three times a night. <laughs> that is unfortunate. It is. Time to meet the locals. Hi, I'm Captain Ed Mercer. Holy crap! <laughs> we don't mean your family any harm. Well, we did just shoot his dad. Aside from shooting your dad, we don't mean your family any harm. Captain, there's a message coming in from Admiral Halsey. It says that an executive officer has become available. No. No, 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 no. Crap, sorry, man, you okay? Yeah, it's all good, man, you okay? Yeah, all good, sorry. All right, no worries. The captain does not appear to be pleased at the arrival of his first officer. They were married. No way. You know how many times I tried to talk to you? You weren't hearing me, or you weren't around at all, but I I, said, I was no. the one who suggested couples counseling. The therapist was your brother-in-law. This should be a really fun trip for all of us. Perhaps we should not be talking about this. Oh, no, no, no. We're, t we're talking about this. Th th this is a thing. You'll be delivering supplies to the science station on Epsilon 2. Thank you for coming. We need protection. Protection from what? The krill. We have figured out a way to manipulate the speed of events. So it's an anti-banana ray. It's really interesting. We need no longer fear the banana. Does it work on all fruit? What about salads? You do realize this could be used as a weapon. That's why you're here. Orders to Captain Mercer. Just detected a Krill destroyer entering orbit. Door's jammed. Alara, you want to open this jar of pickles for me? I loosened it for you. Return fire. Give me the device, or I will destroy your ship. Sorry, can you can you move like two steps to your right? It's just a lot of dead space there. Just perfect. Yeah, sorry, you were just very weirdly framed. What? What is that? Is that a beer? Yeah, I'm nervous. You know, it's a new ship. I want to make a good impression. It's 9.15 in the morning. 
Sorry. Well, I think it seemed more like Star Trek than Discovery. It's bright. They're colorful uniforms. You can tell who the crew is. They interact. You know, there's a little boring. there's a little humor. There's a little yeah. levity. Well, thing. it's all humor. Well, it's a lot of humor, humor, but... <laughs> but, I mean, look, the Star Trek has always been about exploration, and Discovery seems to have no exploration. It's called Discovery. It's called Discovery! <laughs> and all they're doing is fighting! Yep. What are they discovering? <clears throat> they're discovering how to screw up a franchise, I think. Boom! <laughs> I, just I was going to I was gonna save it. I just coughed all over that hand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sick. I'm allergic to your cats. I'm already at risk for con flu. I'm allergic to your cat. I haven't been coughing or sneezing since oh, yeah. I came over here. That's right. It's all it's all the cats. Well, also, I want to say that you know Star Trek, I think, has been known for a very optimistic vision of the future, and yeah. Star Star Trek Discovery is all gloom and doom. It's like. Everybody's got a scowl on their face, mm-hmm. or they're in pain, or you know, it's like, oh my gosh, like I don't. Why do I want to watch this show? Like my life sucks already. Like not me, but I'm just saying <laughs> most people. My life is is a mess. Like yeah, Star Trek is like an escape. It's a, it, it's something that we we look forward to a future that might be. Like who wants to go to this reality? No one. And especially, you're completely alienating all the fans, because that's what they're used to. That's what they're expecting. And if you read the comments on the two videos, it's Mm. amazing. All the comments on the Orville say, this looks better than Discovery. It's like almost every comment. This looks better. I'd rather watch this. All the comments on Discovery are, are, this isn't Star Trek. But they have Star Trek uniforms, Chris. Kinda. They have ships. And, and, And it's called Star Trek. Yeah. So it's Star Trek. I don't know how you can say it's not. There's humans in it. They even have Klingons in it. Kinda. But the Orville looks great. Yeah. It's funny. Oh my gosh. Seth MacFarlane, I mean... Sign me up, dude. <laughs> Is there anything about Discovery that they did right? Is there anything positive we can say about it? The effects look good. It does. The effects look good. They do look good, the ones we can see. Because everything else is so dark and I can't tell what's happening. There's people floating in space. I, I liked at the very beginning, I, I thought it was promising they showed a creature that wasn't just the typical human with a different forehead. And I thought maybe you could get a Star Trek universe where you start to have more diverse, not like Star Wars diverse, that's too much for Star that's Trek. That's the best you can do. I'm trying. <laughs> what do you got? You got anything? No. No. I think we can agree that uh, it has some interesting. Potentially Visual. special effects. But the Oracle had great special effects, so I would rather watch that. Alright, so now, sure. we're, uh, now I think we're... Uh, ooh. I think it might be time. For the mail bath? <laughs> <laughs> it's time for the mail bag. That's when we look at the mail in the fake bag. Our first question comes from... Diego Avila, a.k.a. a Latino lawyer. I'm not on Twitter. Do you I remember, remember this guy? Oh, I know Diego. Yeah, we, he, he was my attorney in the, uh, in the switch debacle. Uh, he addresses it to both of us. Are you still collecting retro games? What's high on your want list? Are you still collecting? I, ha- I have bought some uh, in the past 
few months, I've got some Turbo Graphics games. Like, what's high high on your list? Anything I can play with my son. So it's not there's not any specific games. I have a lot of those already, but just you know anything that I don't have that I can play two player. Yeah, that's pretty much it. For me, uh, yes, I I still am collecting. I have a want list. Off the top of my head, I'm thinking there are two Game Boy games I want. Castlevania Legends. Legends. Yeah. And, uh... Oh, it's Kid Dracula. Oh. I'd like to get a copy of Die Hard for NES. I got a lot of Wii U games on my list I'm going to be looking for. Stumptown Retro. Oh, yeah. uh, A.K.A. The Portlandian. Is retro game collecting too cost prohibitive to continue doing? Well, I think most people start off with commons and more affordable games, and then they realize that certain games are very cost prohibitive. Like, why you still don't have Die Hard? It's like, do you really want to spend that much for Die Hard? Which isn't really it's not that a great game. game, you know, it's pretty bad. But I love Die um, Hard. Yeah. And I love Nintendo. Is it fair to say that in this point in time, prices are, like, at an all-time high. It has to crash eventually. When? Why? It has to eventually, because everything crashes (laughs) eventually. But why hasn't it crashed yet? Why does it keep going higher and higher? Like, uh, why is Gunstar Heroes a $100 game now? I don't know. You don't think it's going to crash? I don't know. I mean, (laughs) I'm kind of starting to wonder because... The supply of these real, original games uh, is not increasing. Uh, If anything, it's decreasing. And so for the real collectors, I don't see why the prices would go down. Unless you see a shift in the demand. Yeah, well, that's what I'm thinking. That's what happened. Well, even a lot of collectors, though, whether they talk about it or not, are not being collectors anymore. So what I'm thinking is maybe after our generation dies, then nobody's going to care. I think it'll be before that. Really? Yeah. There'll be a time when people look at their stuff. A lot of people that have done this, kind of riding the wave of excitement, they will probably... I think in 40 years, you're going to see a lot of estate sales with a bunch of a bunch of Nintendo games and things like that that nobody gives two craps about. Because they have it all already because every digital form. They'll, they'll have anyway. every, yeah, every retro system. I mean, I pretty much almost have every game right now on the, yeah. on the Wii. On a little SD card. Yeah, I think it's going to bottom out, but I'm thinking it's not going to happen anytime soon. Mm. Next is Josh Leslie, Frantic Society. What's your favorite modern game? He has a couple different ones, so let's just start with that. What's your favorite modern game? Modern this generation? This or previous? Fallout 3. Did you ever play 4 yet? I haven't played it. Because people say that's better. Do they? Yeah. You know, I didn't mention earlier that I've been playing a lot of Shovel Knight. Oh, nice. And I'm too like I'm almost to the end. Oh yeah, that's a great game. I think I'm like I'm I'm like t- there's two more stages and then the giant what are you has on? the Wii U. Okay. And I really like it. Uh, I'm using the Pro Controller. I shot off the, the the game pad like pretty much every time I use the Wii U. I don't like it. The kids like it. 
they love it. They do the dance party, and it like records them as they're dancing. And does that count as a modern game? I'm, I'm going to say is, yes. Okay, but I'm going to I'm going to make you say one that's not one like that <laughs> because because that's I don't think really the spirit of the question. Okay. <laughs> um, then I guess I'll just go back to Arkham Asylum. It's a good choice. Yeah. Have you played any Uncharted games? Oh yeah, uh, I'm actually working through part three. Right okay, now. I was. I'm working through part four. Yeah, good. I hear it's good. That's the last thing I played. What do you think of the new Star Trek trailer? We love it. <laughs> it's our favorite. It's going to be better than Cats. Hopefully, you saw that part of the show. Is a hot dog. A sandwich. <laughs> That's a great question. I like it. Are you talking a hot dog and bun or just a hot dog? Uh, just a hot dog is a hot dog. With is a hamburger a sandwich? Like, we just ate a Shake Shack. Was that a sandwich? No, it wasn't. It was, a, it was a hamburger. So really what we're asking here is the definition of a sandwich. I think it has to do with the CPU and the GPU. What defines no, it? No, a, a sandwich, sandwich involves, like, some kind of cold cut or, like, some kind of a spread. If it's on a bun, you don't tend to think of it as a sandwich because it it would be on a certain on a sandwichy type bread. Because the bread defines it, though. If you put it in a panini, like in a flat, it's a panini. It's not a sandwich anymore. You don't call it a sandwich. True, true. So it, it seems more defined by the, the bread than the contents inside it. That's my theory, at least. But I think you're right. I think in, in terms of a hot dog, no. No, no it's no, not it's a sandwich. Not. Even if you put it sideways. But if you chop up hot dogs and put it on the right kind of bread, you could call it a hot dog and sandwich. Then, and then Cartridge Canuck says, Ha ha, I've had the same question about hot dogs. Why, why are people thinking this? All right, last one from Frantic Society. Are you excited for a new Metroid? Do you even know about this? Me? Yeah. Oh, I've pre-ordered. Yeah, I already... What's pre-ordered? Which new Metroid? The one for Switch? Are there two? Well, yeah, there's one for 3DS. Tell, tell the people. They already know. I'm, I'm excited. Tell me, because excited. I don't know. I, I think there's a there's a remake okay, of so Metroid essentially, 2. Essentially, Metroid 2 is remade. and What do it, they call it? It's not Return of Samus. I think it's Samus, Samus Returns. Returns. And it's going to be on... 3DS. 3DS. On 2DS. Okay. And then they're making... Four, Metroid right? Prime but, 4. Yeah, but there's nothing shown about For the it. Switch. Yeah. This this remake of Metroid 2, I'm most excited for. Did you ever download um, another Metroid I did download it, and I couldn't get it to work. So I have it. I have the file, but I, I don't know. Sweet. Couldn't get it to function, so. Okay, another question from Dan Tatlock. How much changed in your lives since the last podcast? And what's new, if anything? Really hope you're both well and happy. Thumbs up, clap. Hmm. So, Chris, you, you were here last year for the Game On Expo, and we did a geek speak, and you said that you had run your life into the ground. What have I done with my life? Yeah. yeah. Driven it into the ground. <laughs> I didn't say that. Yeah, you did. Did I really? Driven it into the ground. Yes. Really? Driven it into the ground. Yeah. I don't remember that. Okay. So, oh. a year has passed. What's going on in your life now? Has things improved? It's exactly the same. It's still run into the ground. Oh, come on! Yeah. I'm barely making it. You're barely, barely making it? I'm barely making it. I survive off of a freezer full of Bedmo acquisitions and... What is that? Beverages and more. 
Bevmo. Oh, Bevmo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. off a freezer full yeah. of that. And we, we have those here. Corn nuts. No, I don't even eat corn nuts. I just threw that out there. I don't even know why. Wait, you didn't say what's been going on in your life. Oh, uh, well, um, things are great. Muscle uh, mass. What? Muscle mass. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I've been trying to work out again, uh, running a lot, uh, work's going well, kids are good, wife's good, making videos on the channel, having fun, life's good. Uh, Buried on Mars, why will Nintendo not release the specs for the Switch? Is it because they do not wish to admit it is a handheld? <laughs> And that just came in 14 minutes ago, so right under the wire there, Mars. That ship has sailed. P1 of the Cartridge Bros. When can we look forward to the return of NES Complex to Twitter and <laughs> a long hiatus for vintage video game geek <laughs> from Twitter? Oh, they want you to have a hiatus right. and me to come back? I believe that's the crux of his joke. <laughs> so, yeah, when can we look forward to your return? Because I'm not going anywhere. Uh, unless I have another depressive episode. <laughs> in which I withdraw I, into no, my living hell. I think, you'll take a, I think you'll take another break here and there. Really? Just, yeah, to refresh, right. to cleanse the palate. Okay, but we're talking To recover about, from all the blocks. But we want to talk about you. There's, there's very little chance... <laughs> Why, why don't you want to be on Twitter? Explain, explain to your fans that you just want, I mean, the, the truth is, like, I don't know exactly how or why, but I think social media affects me in a negative way. When I'm not on social media, I don't have issues. Like, I'm not, I'm not having issues with any kind of depression yeah. or yep. anything like that. I haven't for a very long time. And I don't know if that's the only reason or only cause, but it just as a way of, like, cleansing my life. And, yeah, it, yeah, it's tough because I love things about it. I mean, I love people i love everyone that i've gotten to know and it's like, good like to be me. able to still get yeah i mean but you know to still talk to people i i miss that but i don't miss sort of being flooded with with things like i'm not on facebook either even a personal facebook it has nothing to do with youtube or or trying to get away from any anything like that it's just it's not helpful to me i think yeah, i'm not crazy no no and there's i think there's scientific evidence yeah of this. yeah i've been um, in fact, I remember recently an article about Facebook saying there was like a direct link to Facebook and depression. And, and Instagram, I've seen just the other day an article about that. Okay. Do you know that this this question got eight likes? Yeah, I think it was more about you like coming back. I don't. On Twitter. <laughs> I don't. No, I think <laughs> not, it's about you not the part about me. I think it was definitely about taking you. a high. I'm really okay. curious how many of those were about that. All right, so this next one is from Mark Mildenberger. Hey, Mark. And uh, is it in British? Yes, it, he, it is? he says oh, you okay. have to read it in a British accent. What cartoon? So, so this one, this one right here. What cartoon would you would you have liked to have made into a cereal? Thundercat puffs, fruity silverhawks, marshmallow masks, shredded Voltrons. <laughs> so, what cartoon would be a good uh, breakfast cereal? I like the Voltron one. Shredded Voltrons? Well, you could do, like, you could have all the different like lions, right? Different lions, um, <laughs> pilots, and then you could have, like, a full Voltron. There's a lot of things you could do with the Voltron cereal, but I feel like 
we should come up with something. I want one of those. I want one of those. It could be G.I. Joe or, or Transformers, but where the box was divided in half, and you have like the Autobot side and oh. the Decepticon side, or maybe Cobra and G.I. Joe, where like, there's there's a difference yeah. between them. Like the, Nintendo, the marshmallows are different. Nintendo cereal, yeah, cereal system. system. Yeah, and then they had nerd cereal. Do you remember that? I do. Like the split the boxes. Uh, those were pretty fun. But that's not a cartoon. No, but the idea though behind it, I think it, I like that with cartoons. But I know. What but I'm, I'm just saying, with like if you had Decepticons and Autobots, you had little purple marshmallows and Decepticon ones, and they tasted terrible. I'm not, no, that's a bad idea. I got it. What's it? What is it? I want to see a Transor Z cereal. And if you don't know what Transor Z is, you should check out my latest video. Describe the cereal. It's just a cereal no, with, with robots in it. Robot marshmallows, or is it those like? I just said weedy, it's, I just said it puffs. simply to plug my video. That's it. That was the so last. That was the last question. That's it. That's it. It's awesome. Well, Chris, awesome. I'm glad you've come by. Thank you. Know, you. It was nice seeing you. See you yeah, later. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right. I'm gonna drive home now. Five okay. hours. <laughs> and <right>. cut. <laughs>